Fortune Radio. It's happening. It's happening. Kirk, say a few words. It has begun. Dude, oh my God. Like, we both have our own tracks. You're just going to shit when you see... When I send the track outs to you, you're going <laughs> to seriously shit yourself, dude. I'm still kind of like... I'm still getting the levels kind of balanced in right now, but um, we're we're recording, man. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Sweet. How cool, man. All right, well, yeah, this interface is, like, seriously the right tool because, like, before we were seriously, like, trying to put a hammer into a wall with a screwdriver. <laughs> I'm serious, dude, like, uh, like legitimately, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were going to have uh, Mark, the Cookie Monster, on the door guy for Lion's Lair, but uh, he... He got sick. He was sick. And the weather was really bad anyway. So I, I wasn't really, I was, like I said, I was planning on just having this conversation, just you and I. So I'm pumped and we're getting the, all the tools lined up, all the equipment in order. Um, so how was your day, man? How was your day, buddy? Uh, very busy at work, but once I got off, I was able to uh, take a nap, eat and uh, prep for the podcast. Yeah. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, pretty fucking well, dude. Uh, I've been mastering the new album, dude. We have like, oh, fuck yeah. we have like fourteen tracks, X and I, and uh, it's kind of cool. It's been developing. Uh, well, we were going by Silver and the One, but now we're just going by Sato, and it just it sound it's nice. It like rolls off the tongue, nice, you know. Uh, I see what you did there, Sato, <laughs> and we put a little accent mark over the. Uh, over the a so it's just like just i don't know what the word is i don't know i'm not really sure what the word is for it what would the word for that be um hmm, not sure just a little we threw a little finesse on it you know sato a little razzle dazzle a little, exactly just a bit of razzle dazzle <laughs> is all it was dude but i mean i have a few things to talk about today um do you i i said you i uh yeah i texted you earlier and i was like yo think of a few things and i will and i wrote i've got a list together um yeah like i said cookie monster couldn't be here he uh he, dude i was talking to him every time i go to the lion's lair to perform and to see a show or whatever i talk to this guy and he he always has a great story about like like he was telling me that he he, he was at the driftwood on colfax this this like real greasy motel and he ran into paul mccartney and uh i mean this guy could be lying but like i trust this guy you know he's and, and paul mccartney was like looking for for acid and apparently like back in the day this was just a great spot to get acid like boulder and denver you could just get your hands on some acid so you know he was a beetle and that's what he was doing he was in town or whatever he took a learjet in and was like yo it's time to it's time to uh get lit and uh tune in you know that's and, incredible anyways I'm, mean, I'm trying to hear that story. having that kind of uh network to, to draw from right isn't that nuts it's great so he's yeah he's a native and he's been around and he's like he, he's like 300 pounds probably maybe more and he's got this massive beard he's got like a real santa claus feel but like i like his <laughs> like his steez is great you know god I was at the after hours last night. I complimented this girl on her steez and she like got really lit up. She was from Kansas City. She was like, Steez? Oh my God. Oh, steez. <laughs> like something she was like, That's old school. I'm like, Yeah, I guess. I mean, 
like 35 year old man. I say steez, you know, but, um, which is just style, you know, for all you, all you square folks out there. But, uh, <laughs> Riz is something I just learned about Riz. It's like charisma, charisma. Yep. I just, I just learned about it. And I felt like I felt so white. I couldn't even help myself. I was just like, Riz, that, that's amazing. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's something I really realized recently and something I'm really grateful for is like, dude, my best friend is a, uh, is a black dude. So I like, I'm like getting, I'm getting in on all the dope Ebonics phrases, like mm-hmm. firsthand, you know what I mean? <laughs> and right. like, I don't know, that's, I guess it's appropriation, but dude, like this was just slick as hell. He's like slick, like lubricant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Astroglide. <laughs> yeah, he's this motherfucker is like an astroglide, you know? So <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, um what else? I guess like I said, I got this list. But what do you do you have anything uh do you have like a Kirk's Corner this week or like anything like crazy going on in the news as of late? Uh, unfortunately the uh, passing of Apollo Creed oh, or uh Chubbs from Happy Gilmore, I heard Carl Weathers passed away. Damn, I heard about Chubbs. Yeah, I, I saw that on Adam Sandler's uh, Instagram, man. And that was a that's a that's a that's a bummer, man. He killed in that movie. He absolutely killed in that movie. Oh my god, uh, that's one of my favorite movies, man. Um, Happy Gilmore. Oh, it's a classic for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like some of the awesome lines. And the Gator took his hand. Just the Gator to took his hand. His little prosthetic, gigantic and deformed. It's all in the hips, yeah. It's all in the hips, yeah. It's all in the hips. Great film. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, I just always think about that that closing scene where it's like, what is it? Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner. And they're walking, right. they're walking, exactly. in, you know what I'm saying? They're walking into the house after they bought the house and he wins the trophy and the, and whatever. And like Chubbs and the Gator and fucking Abraham Lincoln <laughs> are in the clouds and like Tuesday's gone is playing. It's like so epic, dude, man. I want to meet, I want to meet Adam Sandler one day, man. You and I are going to have an interview with Adam Sandler, the Sandman. Are you kidding me? Oh, dude, that'd be fantastic. And you said that you uh, saw him live a little bit ago. Yeah, man. I saw him. I saw him live. And uh, he just slayed it. He really did slay it. And um, that's great. He's got he's got this new track uh, about Chris Farley, and it's it's so good and it's so heartfelt. And it just kind of reminds you that Chris Farley was the man. You know what I mean? Um, oh, definitely. And fucking Schneider was there, and he slayed too, man. That guy has got a killer voice. Plus, he's just hilarious you know what i mean um but you said rob schneider yeah yeah <laughs> yeah dude it's so funny dude just dude this fool is slaying like a like a he's who's sounding like a lounge singer or some shit like fucking frank sinatra or some shit it was crazy dude i don't know but That's um insane. and i'm just thinking to myself man like i got this little interface now you know i got my macintosh we can just like like I'll be able to go mobile. You and I are remote anyway, or you're remote anyway, whatever. We're not sitting in the same yeah. room anyway. I'll be able to like go to these people and like record them where at their home base. 
You know what I mean? Like no big deal. I have two condenser mics. Like I'll get it all set up. I'll get like a fucking solar power generator or some shit and like straight up do this. Do <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, for real. And it's like, dude, if I, especially if I'm like, cause I really want to go to Tennessee and I, I want to get around other players and different styles of music and uh, different music and just different, different scenery. And like, dude, I'm just like sloshing around in the snow and my, in my Nikes, just like this is unacceptable, dude. Like I can't be, right. I can't be sloshing around in my Air Force Ones, my my one of one signature. You know what I mean? Like that's unacceptable. You know what I mean? I got inside and I was like toweling them off. I was like Jesus, Jesus Christ, you know. So, anyways. So why Tennessee? Uh, well, I got uh, a couple buddies out there. And I just hear the music scenes like really awesome in Nashville and uh, in Memphis and just a lot of history out there. Beautiful out there. Plus, I'm kind of dating a uh, Southern girl right now. And like she's pumped, oh, there you go. she's pumped about being out there. God, I could get into that, dude. Can you imagine? <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, but before I get into that, I just want to say like for real. Um, yeah, I'm going to be playing shows, you know. And then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Cali. I'm gonna go to to Seattle. I'm gonna go to New York. I'm gonna go all over this goddamn country, and I'm gonna play in front of people. And hopefully, I get a little lucky. You know, I started smoking Lucky Strikes, so hopefully, I get lucky. <laughs> hopefully, I get lucky. And I mean, it's in the name, so it's in the name. So like, it should be. Yeah, it should work. You know, it should. Yeah, and so like, you know, I'll fucking. I'm trying to impress somebody. Hopefully, Melania Trump, <laughs> and then. You know, she'll get me connected with the right people. So, no, not Melania Trump. I can't even believe I uttered that name. So, anyways, um, dude. All right. So, Alabama. I'm talking to Alabama again, the girl that's got a hook in my fucking brain. And I'm just going to call her Alabama because, like, I really shouldn't use her first name. You know, some people right. uh, some people know. But Alabama is a, a real sweetheart, and she just melts me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Alabama has a boyfriend. Which, you know, I don't feel great about. I don't, I don't want to say I feel guilty about it. Um, I don't feel horrible about it, but I just like this girl. And, you know, take everything I say with a grain of salt because I, <laughs> I was ready to marry Kelly like not too long ago, you know. Right. And and bust out a few babies with 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 the Kell dog. Uh, and she disappeared by the way um and she owes me money so if anybody runs into her uh have her reach out that'd be great um yeah she disappeared i'm actually concerned i'm trying to get a hold of her i can't get a hold of her i hope she's still alive like all jokes aside um yeah it's fucked um but yeah um so i took alabama to the collective last night and she's just such an innocent like sweet southern bell you know she's like she's 25 so she's still kind of green or whatever but she and she's like she grew up religious so she's like really she's kind of reserved you know but she's down to go hard but anyways you know we're like people are just dancing and and drinking and going and you know just kind of getting a little rowdy and people are listening to 
to DJ music and she's just dancing, you know what I mean? And she's dancing and it's so funny because I picked her up and she looks, she looks younger than she is too. But I picked her up and she's wearing, I've got like my leather jacket on and like, I'm like ready to go to like a after hours speakeasy place, you know, like I'm looking mm-hmm. pretty fly. I mean, I don't want to like toot my own horn, but yeah, I'm ready to fly out the door. You know what I mean? So I pick her up and she's wearing like sweatpants and like a sweatshirt, like a, and like some new balances. And it just looks like she's just, and I'm like, we're kind of, we're about to go to a club and like dance to, 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 we're about to, you know, and you're just like kind of wearing like pajamas kind of, but like, I don't know. It's like, she can just pull that shit off, you know, like, you know, and like she had a little bit of makeup on, nothing too crazy, but like the thing I really love about this girl is like, she's not trying to show off. You know what I mean? Like she's just, she's gorgeous, but she's not trying to flaunt. She makes it work. Yeah. She's like a kind of a short skirt and a long jacket kind of girl. (laughs) Like a freak in the sheets and a, and a lady in the, streets is that a thing that's how that goes Mm -hmm. so anyways i'm deeply (laughs) in love with her and she's just been playing games with me for a while Mm -hmm. she hits me up i'm like what do you want from me what do you want from me because i seriously just got over her and that's the thing about women is once you get over them they realize it there's like some weird voodoo minstrel black magic you know what i mean (laughs) and they just realize it and they call you deep in the night you know, for a booty call or whatever. And you go, of course, of course you're going to go. And, um, yeah. Um, God, I fucking love that girl. So anyways, I'm going to marry her. We'll see. Um, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I've been sending her music and all kinds of shit and trying to woo her, obviously. Um, I've been rapping a lot lately, which is kind of exciting. I kind of wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, yeah. White Jewish rapper, man. Who would have thought? I guess Mac Miller, is he Jewish? Yo, Kirk, can you see if Mac Miller's Jewish? I feel like he... I believe he, he is. He like raps about latkes every once in a while, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Gefilte. Gefilte fish. You know what I mean? Wait, babe. Um, let's see. Is his mother Jewish? Uh, his mother is Jewish and his so, father is Christian. So he's more he's more Jewish than I am. I'm gonna open a window really fast, just a second. Yeah, he's from Pittsburgh. Honestly, uh I've been listening to a ton of Mac Miller and that guy uh was an absolute legend, man. Just lyrical genius, funny, smooth, he's got the sex appeal, like absolutely one of my favorite rappers for sure. And i I've been, you know, I always listen to Biggie Smalls, I've been listening to Biggie Smalls forever. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really respect that guy. I've been listening to a ton of them. Dude, what do you usually listen to? Oh, That's fantastic praise. Um, so, not to be cliched, but I listen to pretty much everything. Yeah. So, uh, Immortal Technique to 50s doo-wop to 1970s classic rock. Like, I'm... I'm in a little bit of everything. I've been on a country kick recently. That's why your mention of Nashville uh, perked my ears up a little bit. 
Yeah, man. Um, that's awesome. Alabama's got me listening to country, and it's <laughs> it's great. It's definitely an acquired taste, and what they, what you hear on the radio isn't always you know the best. But once you find those those gems in that genre, it's uh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, man. Like Dolly Parton, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, and Amy Lou, Amy Lou, she was showing me, uh, just like this total babe bulk singer, and just awesome, man. A lot of good shit out there because they tell good stories. And, they, and they're painting pictures. And, like, that's what I'm trying to do with my rap, man. Like, I've just been writing tons and tons of poetry, man. And it's so cool because, like I was saying earlier about Mac Miller, like, I just feel like I found my spot because it's this, it's this crossover between, like, a good rapper can be funny and still smooth and, like, have the sex appeal. You know what I mean? And I always wanted to be a comedian – but it was kind of like a lot of comedians are just like kind of goofballs and just, you know, very self-deprecating. They got the bow tie on and they're smashing watermelons and shit. <laughs> and like, I guess, you know, some there's plenty of comedians that can do it. Fucking Dave Chappelle, you know, he's ice cold and he's hilarious. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. It's like, dude, I'm just, I'm really enjoying it. I feel like, honestly, I can hold my own as a rapper. I'm still, I mean, I'm very new as a rapper, so it's, you know, I'm going to get better. Um, but I'm kind so of. So are you familiar with uh, Ben Shapiro? Ben Shapiro? Yeah. He's a political commentator. He uh, was just, quote unquote, featured. I don't know if that's the appropriate terminology on a, a Tom and McDonald rap called Facts. And he actually did a like a 30 second rhyme with some pretty heavy bars oh seriously that's awesome yeah yeah so yeah. i was like oh that's that's awesome to see yeah that is cool man and, and being able to branch out uh, to genres that you might not have otherwise uh, been working with it's i think it's pretty cool Hey, that is cool. Hey, um, I'm I'm still adjusting your levels. I just realized my phone was completely maxed, and I've been trying to adjust your level the whole time because you've been coming in hot. But I just realized that it's because of my phone. So uh, you're good. Just keep in mind around 18 minutes where you're dealing with that. Anyways, gotcha. anyways, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, dude, I really like this this format, Kirk. It's nice to just like really mellow, really chill, just you and I talking. You know what I mean? I uh, I enjoy the, the the discourse and you know separate from whenever we bring guests on, it's good to to just chat, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just chat like we do. It's like what supernatural because it's pretty natural when we have like it's definitely natural when we have guests in here. But at the same time, you're like you're kind of like on your best behavior. It's like a first impression, kind of like oh shit, we're like producing <laughs> right. something for for the world right now, you know. Definitely. So it's, yeah, it's a little, it's a little different. And it, and honestly, anytime you, anytime you hit record, uh, it changes, it changes you a little bit. And I don't know if it's sucking your soul out or, or if you're just, you're just conscious, conscious of the fact that it's being saved. You yeah. Know? The awareness is definitely, uh, something to, to talk about. Yeah. Just like potentially saved forever on the internet right. for all to hear. <laughs> um which is you know that's fine um 
just seeing two tracks and two different waveforms for us right now is like seriously getting me off. Like I've had an erection for about 25 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> seriously. I like, wonder what that thumping sound was. Yeah. It's yeah. Seriously. Um, so I'm just, I just wanted to let you know, cause I like to let, when I'm talking on the phone with somebody and I have an erection, I like to let them know just cause like it's, cre- it's creepy enough. You know what I mean? It's creepy enough. And like, if they know, I feel a little bit less, less creepy, you know? I have no, no interest in knowing, but, uh, thank you anyway. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Oh man. Oh, I mean, dude, a lot of good shit, a lot of really good shit, some bad shit, but some good shit too, you know? Um, and it's this balance, I think it really is because you don't, you can't be tipping over on too much positivity or too much negativity. You can, yeah, but it's all it's, it really, if you can balance, I think that's huge. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's like my, that's my MO right now. Just balance, trying to balance, going to balance and not say it's trying. I keep saying trying. That's something I want to get out of my vernacular. I'm just trying to do this. Hey, you trying to do this? Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to become a podcaster. No, 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 no. You know, like, no, like I am a podcaster, you know, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, don't try do do exactly you gotta fucking do in this world so that's what it comes down to okay i'm boosting the headphones a little bit yeah man um all right let's let's approach this list because i did okay i'm sitting in chick-fil-a and i'm 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 eating my delicious my absolutely delicious um uh, just absolutely mouth-watering uh chicken sandwich made by Mormons who hate uh, homosexuality and, (laughs) and it tastes so fucking good. And when I can, I like to eat in the lobby of these fast food chains. Um, the BK lounge, the Wendy's lounge, the Chick-fil-A lounge is where I was. Anyway, so I'm looking around, there's like four people in the lounge and they're all looking down at their phones. And I'm like, man, like what a world, you know? And I'm just, I'm enjoying my sandwich. I'm not looking at my phone, just looking around. And these motherfuckers are just like tied into their phones. And I'm like, they're in purgatory. This is purgatory. We're all in purgatory. What the fuck? You know, (laughs) just like they're all waiting. We're just waiting to die in purgatory. Heads down, you know, just, just, just being fed by corporate America. Like just, just, you know, fillets, you know, chicken fillets. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and then I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. I should write that down in my notes. And then, and then I'm looking down at my fucking phone like an asshole and I'm, and I'm just part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, who the fuck am I to like even second guess these fools when you have that awareness? My first, you know, my first inclination is like, okay, grab my phone. I gotta like, I gotta remember this. You know, that's, that's, that's moderately funny. That might be moderately funny on a podcast, you know? that's important you know bring a little bit of levity yeah exactly dude i think you do a great job at that oh thanks man i try i I really do try man i try I, i just some people are just it's a frequency thing man it's like people are on different frequencies in this world and that's okay and that's why i feel like sometimes it's hard to match up with people like all right so what's i'm playing chess there's a chess board at the collective. And so we're like sitting down watching these chess matches go down and it's like the board's all fucked out. And there's like chess pieces from like three or four different sets, you know, but that's kind of what makes it cool. 
And what I realized about chess, which is a really beautiful thing is like, dude, like two complete strangers can sit down and maybe they're on different frequencies, but they start playing chess and they start talking and they go into like this little miniature simulated war scenario and they like become friends and they loosen up and it breaks the ice. And chess is a really awesome game and like such a fucking, it, it really levels the playing field because it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor or what race you are, or what gender you are, whatever the fuck. It's like, no, we're about to throw down. And it's kind of like a battle of, I guess, you know, intelligence or wit or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, even if somebody's like way outside of your tax bracket and you whoop their ass at chess, they're like, okay, they'll still tip their hat off to you. You know what I mean? It's the great equalizer. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Absolutely. So it was funny, man. We were watching these two friends play like these two crack, crack headed wooks playing chess right and like one of them was like uh really horrible at chess like kind of learning the game and then the other one was like he was a decent player and it turns out he actually had uh, alabama found out that he uh he was in the chess club anyways this motherfucker he he does the queen's gambit are you familiar with that move the queen's gambit i'm not so it's this move where i, I believe it's in two or three moves you can you can move your queen and attack with your queen and, and get the other player's king in checkmate within like two or three moves. And it's like my go-to Jesus. move. It's my go-to move. And yeah, you basically, you move one of your pawns up and that frees up the space. And then you just shoot your queen all the way over. And then they're just fucked basically, you know, unless they know, unless they can see it coming. And most people can't cause most people don't even, don't even know how to play chess. You know what I mean? So anyways, this fool pulls the the queen's gambit on his friend in two moves. And his friend's looking at it. Everybody's looking at it like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? And he's all impressed. And he's all like this crack-headed fucking guy. <laughs> he's like doing bumps. He's like, <laughs> honestly, he pulled it. He pulls out a bag of like out of his sock. And he's just like doing bumps. And he's like all like, he feels like a rock star for pulling this move. And it's an impressive move. And it's fucking cool. Because it's like, yeah, fuck you. You suck at chess. You know, it's like a cool move. <laughs> and so I stand up. Cause I see it. I was watching it. I saw it all take place. I stand up and I'm just like, bro, the queen's gambit. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know, the queen's gambit. And I was like, kind of asking him if he knew, cause he clearly knew what the fuck was going on. And he's like, yeah, man, the queen's gambit. This motherfucker hasn't even seen that show. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yes, that's fucking awesome. Cause it was like a Netflix show or whatever, but it's also the chess yeah, with movie. Uh, Taylor joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I was just like so impressed by this guy. So then this guy, he's, he's king of the table. He pulls the queen's gambit. And then this this ice cold motherfucker sits down, leather jacket, aviators, you know, fat, uh, expensive wash, uh, ice cold black dude sits down. And I lean over to, to Alabama and I'm like, this fool can play chess. Like this fool is not messing around. And it goes, it goes back to that breaking the ice thing and strangers and different frequencies and shit. Right. Like I was like, damn, this guy's like going to fight and he's going to, like he's something's going down, you know? So he whoops the queen's gambit. Uh, the guy who pulled the queen's gambit, he whoops that guy's ass and <laughs> not very many moves. And I'm like, okay, I knew I could just tell, you know? And then, so now I got to sit down with this guy and I'm listening to him talk and he's from Africa and it turns out I'm listening to him talk to the guy and it turns out he's from Nigeria, but you could just tell, you know, when he's talking dark skin full from, you know, with that, he's got that African, uh, kind of, uh, accent or whatever. And we're playing, we're kind of going back and forth. And I try to pull the queen's gambit on him. And he sees it coming from a mile away. You know, and he positions his rook 
And like, I don't even see it. And partially my excuse is because these pieces are all fucked out and like, they're all different sizes and different colors and shit. But anyways, that's no excuse, right? He, he, he just blasts my queen with, with his, or with his bishop actually. And then, so I'm like, fuck, my queen's gone. He's like, he's like, bro, do you even play? Which is like in, in, a oh, fun, in an African accent, you know, bro, do you, I can't, I can't do it. I don't want to insult the guy. Uh, do you even play? And I'm like, oh my God. And I didn't say anything, but like, you know, whatever. Okay. He said, it. and you know, okay. It was a rookie thing. You know, I, he saw it coming. He totally got my queen. So then as he proceeds to beat my ass, you know, we're talking and he's, he says it again, bro, do you even play? Do you hear me? Did you hear me? Do you even play? And I'm like, yeah, bro. I heard you the first time. It fucking hurt my feelings the first time, you know, you motherfucker. <laughs> so we're going back and forth just, and it was great, man. I definitely want to get him on the podcast, but I was playing it cool with this motherfucker though. Cause like, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, some, some people, you just, you just read it. You just, you just read the people. Some people you can ask him right off the bat. Hey, you want to do this box? You know, like, Hey, your story seems awesome. Let's do some recording. All right. Some people, you kind of have to woo them a little bit. You know what I mean? They're like on another sure. level. Some people, you, you don't want to come up, you know, reeking of desperation, fucking, Hey, uh, record with me. You're so cool. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, it, but it's still, man, this place is so good for networking, bro. I met this other cat at the collective last night, 53 year old. Uh, his name's Cornell. Uh, an older African-American gentleman, uh, his voice, he has such an awesome tone on his voice. And you can tell he has mad wisdom. You know what I mean? Colorado native, chef, um, dope as fuck. And I'm like, dude, I'm kind of into getting old guests on the show, to be honest with you, uh, mm-hmm. because they got the wisdom. You know, they've seen the oh, road, sure. they've seen the city change. They've seen the country change over time. You know, they've got a better, pers- not a better necessarily, but just a, a wider, uh, perspective. Maybe. I don't know. Right. More enriched. Yeah, totally. So that's going to be cool. Um, been meeting a lot of guests, potential guests, uh, played the Goosetown Tavern. This guy, uh, what's his name? Caleb, Caleb Coke. I believe he, Spells it like the Koch brothers. Uh, K-O-C-H, yeah. Yeah, this full, he's a looper too. And he had a Boss RC, uh, RC50, so a very similar loop station to mine. And he's rocking this Godin uh, ukulele, which is just fucking sick. It's got, it's got uh, active, uh, active piezo pickups, and it's, it's really sick. I don't know if this particular one has a MIDI, pick, uh, MIDI pickup or not, but... Uh, and he's just looping the hell out of it, playing it like Rodrigo and Gabriela, just absolutely slaying. And I talked to him after, and I kind of like bombarded this guy, but yeah, I still had he had good vibes, and I was I was like, dude, like that was great. I I'm looping on a boss too, like I'd love to talk to you, whatever. Let's be let's do some recording, and he's into it, so we can get him on the show, and that it's going to be a great show because we're both going to loop together, and it's going to be fucking rad. And I was like, can we edit that one? Yeah, it's going to be sick. I'm sure. <laughs> And so uh, he was like, yeah, I'll stick around for your set. I was like, okay, great. That'd be cool, you know? And I was playing a little later that night, and and I'm about to go up, and he, he walks up to me. He's like, hey, man, like, hey, you know, just he's like, just to let me know, like, I, that he stuck around and just to say what's up. And I was like, hey, dude, awesome. And I was about to go up, and it was actually the first night that I was ever going to rap live. So I wasn't even going to be looping. Like I was just, I had a performance track loaded up on my iPhone. I was just going to run it direct in and I wanted to practice 
my first two new written raps live because I never rapped live ever. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do right now. That's it is what I am doing right now. <laughs> it's like doing an open mic night. That's awesome, dude. And it's an open mic night. So why the fuck not? Right. And so I'm about to walk up and I'm like, Oh, Oh shit. Like, by the way, like I'm not even looping tonight. I'm rapping. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, I don't know. I'm a little over the top, I think sometimes, but you know, yeah. I, I've got my leather coat on and my fucking meta Ray bands recording the show. And I'm like oh just rapping and just like, okay, settle down. You crazy ass Jew, you know, but like, <laughs> but like, I think it's okay because I also have this thought of like, dude, like they're not going to make a fucking statue of you if you're bland as fuck. You know, you have to have a little ego on you. Like, think about Muhammad Ali. Like, I hate to even put myself in the same category as that guy, but it's like, dude, he was, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. You know, like, his whole thing, like, he would just, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to fuck that guy up. And, like, he's a joke, and I'm the best. And, like, you better be watching. Like, is is everybody in kind of thing? Like, Jim Morrison would say that. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? You know what I mean? And it's like, dude fucking awesome you know like it's so cool so i'm kind of trying to channel that without being too much of an asshole um just kind of like tiptoeing around that it's uh, all about the balance that yeah. domain yeah absolutely because you don't want to you want to go too over the top you know what i mean nor do, nor do you want to be so down on yourself or or have such stage fright like oh i don't want to do this no you know you you have to kind of mentally hype yourself up for uh for that kind of uh public appearance yeah totally um oh you know i was kind of thinking it'd be cool to call my uncle in texas yes do you want to try to do that that'd be hilarious um so so here's the backstory on my uncle it's my uncle robbie and dude this guy, like, I remember him when I was young. We'd be at the lake house, you know, for, like, Thanksgivings and shit. And this guy, he'd bring me Bosslewood airplanes. Like, those little airplanes that you, in the, the kits that you, like, put together, they're, like, three or four pieces, real mellow. Like, some of them would have, like, a rubber band and a propeller that you could, like, twist up. And it was, like, really fucking sick, you know? And I just loved the guy. And he got into a car accident when he was younger, probably in his twenties. And so I always knew him as uncle Robbie, that he was kind of had a little hop in his get along. You know what I mean? He had a little, you know, kind of like a little bit slower, maybe like something definitely happened to him. Like some trauma happened to his brain when he got into the, to the accident, you know, unfortunate because the guy was like Mm -hmm. a really great guitar player. And, um, he kind of lost all that, you know, when he got into the accident and um but really like an awesome guy great point of view and uh i just went down to see my mom recently and i we we went and visited him and we were talking and i brought up i brought that up that yeah i heard that you used to be a great guitarist and he's like yeah man you know i haven't played in a while trying to get my hands on a 12 string i'm like hell yeah dude and then i was like dude i was working at a guitar shop at the time i'm like dude i'm gonna fix up a guitar for him and send him a guitar you know just to fucking see if it inspires anything or if it fucking if it brings up any anything you know any memories or anything because it's like i don't know this motherfucker probably remembers how to play an a chord or some shit you know, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe not, but I mean, he could still noodle around on that thing. <laughs> noodle noodle. Yeah. All right. So 
Let's see. I'm going to add him to the call. He may or may not answer, but um, something tells me he will, dude. Hey, Uncle Robbie, how are you? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, not much. You uh, you want to talk for a little bit? You yeah. got a you got a second? Yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, how you been? I'm doing all right. Sitting here watching the ball game. Oh uh, yeah, who's playing? The L.A. Lakers and the New York Knicks. Nice, nice. That's you you got you got any money riding on it? Uh, I don't bet on baseball. The New York Knicks are a basketball team, I thought. They are. Basketball, NBA games, ESPN deal. ESPN, yes. Indeed. Hey, hey, dude, um, I just wanted wanted to tell you before we uh, started talking about anything too heavy, uh, I am recording right now a podcast with my friend Kirk. He's on the line with us. Uh, so uh, I don't know if you want to to be on a on a podcast. We kind of talked about it a little bit before, but are you into that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Right now, I'm watching this game, so I'm not, uh, not okay. into it right now. Okay, then that's cool. Well, hey, we, we we get in touch later or something. We can talk about it. Yeah, that'd be great, man. I really would like to. Uh, yeah, when you're free, when you're free, give me a call. Okay, it's cool coming in. All right, man. Yeah, I'm, I have a whole lot to do. Really, I'm just I'm watching this game all all night though. So yeah, man. I ain't got much left to it. You hey, you playing that guitar or what? Oh yeah, a little bit, not much. I need to play more. Dude. I, just, I don't. Get that thing. Mad at my, get mad at myself. Get that thing like, in your hands, man. Well, I can't make. I can't make. I want to play better. I want myself to do better. Yeah. I can't play things that I used to play. Yeah. Because, just because of the dexterities, motor skills, things like that, I just don't have that in my left hand anymore. Right, right. You know, I can be real decisive with where I put my fingers and make a chord. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can do it, but you know, I have to go real slow. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't just do it like I used to. Anyway, I don't play that much. I mess around with it a little bit. Yeah. So I can do better at it. Yeah, I mean, hey, practice makes perfect, you know what I mean? I wish I had me Nice little Fender Reverb amp. Yeah, same. SG or something, you know? Yeah, man, I have an SG. That's like, SG is like, that's... that's Not my guitar, man. Such a nice guitar. Sure it is. Yeah. All SGs are nice, man. Yeah, and they remind me of the devil, which is pretty cool. I had a friend that had a SG, but it was back the time before... I mean, it was like a 1961 or 62 SG when they first started making them. Dude. Oh, God, you talk about nice, man. Yeah, dude, that's so cool. Like, man, and like back in the day, I heard that Les Paul didn't even like, he didn't even like the SG. 
and he made him take he made him take his name off the SG. So, well, he's 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 a Paul man, less Paul dude. You know, he didn't care the SG. Yeah, totally, definitely a Paul man. He's going to be playing his signature before he's playing a fucking. Yeah, because I mean, I, there's SGs out there with truss rod plates that say Les Paul on them, and like yeah, well, that shit was Les a thing. Paul, Les Paul's an actual person, right? Right. No, it's not just a guitar. Les Paul is a Gibson guitar, mm-hmm. but it's also a person. Top, yeah, it's a top of the line guitar, but it's also a person. Mm-hmm. Les Paul is the man who designed and made it. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever heard him play, Uncle Robbie? Have you heard him play? No, no I had not. I not, not, not think of right offhand. Dude, he shreds. He shreds so hard, man. And he's like, he's like got this cheesy suit on, and he looks like he's in an I Love Lucy show, but he's just like shredding the Les Paul, and it's like fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I I had been in the guitar as much as I was a long time ago. Quite a while. Uh, I wish I could be better at it, play better, but I can't. And I, I still need to get the twelve string. I need. Yeah, that twelve string, dude. I wonder if you could. You know, a fucking Bob Dylan started just playing the piano because his hands are all fucked out too. And yeah, I mean, I saw I saw Bob Dylan play live, and and he didn't pick up the guitar one time. Didn't play the acoustic or the electric one time. Just played piano all night. And his voice is his voice is really twisted up these days, man. Well, he's, he's been through a lot, man. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of a person has to do all their life, man. Mm-hmm. Ain't easy. Yeah, no uh, doubt. Man. No doubt. Anyway. So, uh, I guess I'll give you a call. Yeah, definitely. Give me a call. Uh, Give me, give me a call anytime, man. I, I'm pretty free right, right. now. Next day or two, I give you a call or something. All right, cool, yeah. man. Sounds I'm, good. I'm, I'm not doing much of anything right now. All right. I, I always sit here and think about how I need to pack up and get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm thinking the same thing right now. Dude, I'm about ready to leave the fucking nest for sure, man. I've been here for a while, you know, I've known these people all my life. Since, you know, I've seen people live like transits. Uh-huh. These roads, you know, it's not clean. People don't take care of themselves. These people are slobheads. Toe out, slob. Yeah, well. Third born, not step in my room. It's bad enough. Yeah, man. Anyway, hey, well, yeah, man, sounds good. All right, man. Well, uh, have a good night. I'll talk to you later. All right. Yeah, sounds good. You doing all right? Yeah, doing great. Yes, I'm superb. I picked up my last paycheck today. Uh, I'm gonna be my own boss. Your last paycheck. Yeah, uh, I got fired from both my jobs. Oh, man, why is that? Uh, well, one of my bosses said I was smoking too much weed, uh, which, you know, 
may or may not be true. I mean, I wasn't like smoking joints like right before work and like bloodshot eyes. I was, you know, I'd well, I'd take some, a couple. Some people are real hard with that, you know, when it comes to running a company and having to be in charge of people and things like that. Uh-huh. It makes it real hard on that person to try to deal with somebody who, who does that. I've done it before many, many times, man. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, dude, I'm I'm in there working on guitars all day, listening to jazz. It's like I can't hit my vape pen once or twice. Come on, but hey, it's his shop, it's his show, it's his rules, and he didn't really like me that much. And um, I was taking some footage of like my setups and his guitars and stuff for Instagram, which ultimately just promotes his shop. Um, but he didn't really like that either. And then this other guy, I mean, I don't know. It's not worth getting into, but yeah. Uh, I'm in the process of looking for some, some new work for sure. Well, man, I get in touch with you today. We'll chat some more. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sounds good, man. I'll talk All to you right. later. Hey, be good, man. Yeah, you too. All right, that's Uncle Robbie. He's the man, dude. He's the fucking man, Uncle Robbie. Such a tone. Fool's been smoking cigarettes for years. Like, how many years has Uncle Robbie been smoking cigarettes for? <laughs> Uncle Robbie's been smoking cigarettes for years. Yo, what up, Kirk? Hey, so that's Uncle Robbie, man. Wow. Uh, he sounded like he has a, a lot of uh, knowledge and, and wisdom that, uh, you know, in better settings, I'm sure he would have loved to share. Right. See, that's the thing, man. Like, there's something, there's just something about him. He, like, the tone in his voice. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> he's got He's got Cecil Darnell blood running through him. And that's what it is. He's got that Daddy D blood. Daddy D. And uh, that was my great-grandfather. And he was like the bedrock foundation of the family. And he, he was the one who owned the lake house. And he was a pilot in World War II. And he flew P-38s. And he didn't even have guns on his plane. This motherfucker had cameras on his plane. So he was flying in low and taking pictures of the bo- where the bombing runs were going to take place and getting out of there before he'd get shot down. You know what I mean? went hard hella hard daddy d built an air conditioning unit out of a volkswagen beetle engine what? like he would just do that shit he invented a special a specialized socket wrench and something about i think it was like i don't know like some kind of special wrench and he like patented it and like made all this money and like bought a boat house and i had everybody over for thanksgiving and just had mad wisdom he'd just like sit in his rocking chair and fucking tell stories and like we'd go fishing you know on the boathouse with fucking daddy d man and so daddy d's blood runs through uncle robbie and daddy d's blood runs through me and um are fucking grateful for that you know what i mean i think to this day and i'm not the most religious guy but like to this day i still think that daddy d's watching over me Cecil Darnell. I'm gonna name my firstborn son Cecil. That's beautiful. Cecil Silverstein, man. Are you kidding me? Come on, dude. Cecil it writes itself. Cecil is not even. I mean, nobody's nobody. And then like call him CC or C or whatever. So cool. Like and I'll I, see what the uh, ranking is for Cecil in terms of baby names. Yeah, you should maybe look at. Can you do a little research on Cecil? Are, are you in front of your laptop? 
Yes, sir. Dude, Cecil. Um, and then I'm considering having his middle name be Danger, uh, so that he could say, <laughs> so that he can say, "Danger's my middle name." <laughs> because I think that dude, be, he would crush it. He dude, would crush it. How hard? How hard? <laughs> how hard would he crush it if his name was Cecil oh, Danger? <laughs> it honestly rolls off the tongue nice. It does. Cecil Danger. Honestly, like, dude, it was like, just destined for success or destined for a, a life of being addicted to heroin and opiates. <laughs> Give me hand jobs behind the uh, <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> Getting hand jobs behind the local Walmart dumpster. Yeah, man. So, yes, you still danger. My firstborn son, uh, holler, holler. Yeah, if there's any, um, any wealthy wealthy women out there um immature or just like my age you know and they they want a baby put in them uh, just let me know i'm gonna take my sweatshirt off just a second i gotta take my headphones off sure. uh, no but honestly dude i was thinking about it and like i might be sterile which is a little bit concerning like i should probably go bust it bust a nut in a cup somewhere and get, <laughs> get, get to, get to, a medical <laughs> get to the bottom of it you know what i mean Cause like, man, that would be honestly, I, I have, it's like a double-edged sword. Like I have, I have mixed feelings about it because, um, on the one hand, I wouldn't be able to proliferate and procreate and annihilate the human race. Um, <laughs> but, um, but also, but so there's that, but, and then I'd be able to just not, you know, like in any girl, anytime, which would be kind of cool. If I, you know, so it's kind of like I wouldn't be able to have a son, which is shitty, but I'd be able to just full fledged nut, just, just, you know what I mean? Just dump. I'd be able to just dump. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. so I found some information on Cecil. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear. Um, so some of these sites, it's like momjunction.com or. I go to that site. That's actually in my history. That's in my browser history. Are you fucking around? You go, yeah, I'm absolutely fucking around. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> or thebump.com. So That's take this as, as a grain of salt. Okay. But according to these uh, sites, it says that uh, Cecil is a masculine name of Welsh origin that derives from a name I'm not even going to try and pronounce. It's also a variant of Cecilia, a female name associated with the plebeian clan of Sicily in ancient Rome. Cecilia is famous for the Christian Saint Cecilia of Rome, who is considered the patron saint of music no. and oof, blindness. Ooh, blindness. Well, hey, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, think about there it. There you go, yeah. Just think about <laughs> Don't it. Don't count them out. Yeah, exactly. You can't count them out. And they'll obviously, they might even be better musicians if they're blind. Well, and that's what's right. cool. I actually have considered that. It's like, if I have a girl naming her Cecilia, that's still like a badass name, dude. You know? Oh, yeah. Cecilia, you're breaking, you're breaking my heart. You know? You know. Yeah, I like that. Cecil Danger Silverstein. Cecil Danger. Oh, that's, that's ice Cecil cold. Danger. <laughs> that's ice cold, dude. Come on. That guy's going to get so much pussy. And so I'm looking forward to it, man. Because I'm, I'm honestly, if I'm, you know, if you play your cards right and you raise your, your child well, uh, they're going to be successful and they're going to buy you a Cadillac. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of just leaning into that and kind of just hoping for that. We'll see. Dude, I was not mad at making a call. That actually kind of worked out making a call on the show. I, th I think you, uh, you, uh, 
what, what's the phrase you like, like kneading dough. I think you molded that conversation very well. Oh, thanks dude. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think it might be a kind of a cool segment to maybe like make a call and, uh, with, with a friend or somebody, uh, you know, talk to them for like maybe 15, 20 minutes, especially if you and I are doing a show together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of cool, you know? Hell yeah. Hit them up on the spot and just like, Hey, you want to, you want to immortalize your name on the internet and your voice on the internet for eternity, or at least until the collapse of humanity, civilization. Right. Like, would so you, the next six months or so? Yeah, at least for like six or seven months. <laughs> <laughs> like, people are going to say yes to that, man. You know? Mm-hmm. And even my Uncle Robbie was like, I'm watching the game, I'm not really into it. And then I was like, okay, well, you playing that guitar? <laughs> you know? Yeah, you got him talking. <laughs> I got him talking, yeah. That motherfucker. What an awesome guy fucking love that guy yeah you have any are you close to any of your family members Kirk I mean my mom is probably the closest that I can think of because you know my my brothers and sisters kind of do their own thing my dad's always working so I've just built a close relationship with my mom where uh, you know being up where I'm at uh, she's back home a couple hours away and uh, always try and call her at least once or twice a day that's awesome, dude. That's so cool because, like, so, dude, she brought you into this earth. She brought you into this realm. You know what I mean? No lies. Like, how cool is that? And um, mm-hmm. I just, I just uh, reunited with my mother uh, recently, and well, a couple. It's been a couple years. We've been talking on the phone and kind of visiting uh, here and there, and um, it's beautiful, man. Because like, she she loves you more than anyone. You know, unless you've got like, unless you've got a brother that's, you know, a fucking Harvard (laughs) degree uh, doctor or some shit. Um, Right. But for the most part, your mother is, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a bond there, you know. She's your biggest fan and best friend. Yeah. I got into a really big argument with my dad, like this screaming argument, which is like really off brand for both of us because we really don't lift our, we don't raise our voice, but... I mean, I couldn't it, even imagine that. Yeah. And, that like. and so it was fucking powerful, you know, it was super powerful and it was fucked. Um, no, it was just this, just the way that he talks about my, it was talking about my podcast and I don't even think he even realized it, you know, cause like you ask him up and down, he'll say he believes in me and everything else. And like, you know, but just kind of like, Oh yeah. Kind of just has this, it's a pipe dream kind of thing. And like, uh, well, you have to be rich in order to have a successful podcast kind of thing. And like, just like, I don't like rap and I don't like profanity and like, just, I don't know, like, you know, which is fine. That's his prerogative. And I do respect his opinion, but we were, I, I started kind of raising my voice, you know, cause I was just getting heated, not necessarily at him. I originally, I was getting heated at the fact that I lost both my jobs and I was like really pissed about, I was like recalling how, you know, how I got fired and just kind of like playing back all the bullshit, you know, of how I got fired. And he's like, yeah, well you, you fucked up. And you did X, Y, and Z, and you gotta take you gotta take uh, yeah uh, responsibility, and which is like yeah, I mean there's weight in that, and you know I respect everything he has to say. I'm I heard him, you know, but it just it was that fatherly thing, you know, like go get a job, like get a grip, get a job, you know, like what the fuck are you doing, kind of thing, you know, and it was like Ugh, you know like so. My thing is just like, bro, I mean, look at even my bosses that fired me. Like, 
they didn't want a job, they couldn't keep a job, so they made their own fucking business. And they own music shops now. It's like, it's okay to be an entrepreneur and be your own boss and make you, there's a lot of successful people making their own businesses. You know what I mean? I don't have to work nine to five in a kitchen or fucking on a construction site for some asshole uh, and just be wanting to kill myself all the time. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Like, exactly. like, fuck that period, you know? So go yeah. get a job. Like I was just not trying to hear that, you know? Anyways, we, we, I called them a couple of days later and apologized. I, you know, I should never be, be yelling at my father ever period. You know, he's my elder and, you know, and my father, my main mentor. And I fucking love that guy to death. Um, but then we were talking about moms before I fucking, I called my mom afterwards and I was like fucking all been out of shape and like crying. And it's not for, it's not like me to yell like that or to cry or anything. And like, dude, she calmed me down so much. And she, like this motherly love was just, it was like this unprecedented, precedented, precedented, how do you say unprecedented? it? Yeah. Yeah. It was just this crazy. Cause I don't know, man, we disconnected for years and years and years and like, it's back, you know? And I was just like getting teary. I just listening to all the sweet things she was saying to me, you know, she's like, no, you have to follow your dream. Like you believe like, like, you know, you're going to have to get a part-time job just to support your dream. And like, she was just saying the right things, man. I love my mom to death. Also so grateful. So grateful. I still have both my parents like, uh, unfucking believable, man. Um, Dude, I mean, part of me kind of wants to keep this. Should we just do an hour tonight? Or do you want to, I mean, do we have anything else like groundbreaking to talk about? I think we had a pretty, uh, a pretty solid episode. I'm going to take a, one more look at the list. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about, Kirk? The French want to start uh, taxing motor vehicles in order to get rid of SUVs. What? Okay, elaborate. What's going on? Yeah, the French environmentalists want to impose a tax in France, and it'll cost something like 225 euro if you have a, a particular car. And apparently, they want to get rid of uh, SUVs or larger vehicles because you know they uh, emit more, you know, CO2 and whatnot. Right. And, uh, and so I'm. Uh, I thought that was a pretty eye-grabbing headline because. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that would fly here in uh, the U.S. That's so funny because it totally wouldn't. But at, but I'm thinking about it as you're saying it, and I'm like, most people that are driving SUVs around, like they're just driving it back and forth to work. They're not taking it on the fucking trail. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like they got these massive trucks just to like uh, compensate for their small dick. But with that being <laughs> said, there's mother, like I've got a really close friend fucking Hans Paul Davis the third that motherfucker's been souping up Toyotas for as long as I can remember and you know he's hitting the trails he's driving up mountainsides and shit with his so it's like I would hate for him to get taxed on some bullshit you know what I mean when he's really he's using the utility of his vehicle in a sporty way right like the, the commercials portray them as you know Climbing up the hills and such. Yeah, exactly. Rather than uh, stuck in nine to five traffic. Exactly. Just like blasting CO2 emissions into the, <laughs> <laughs> into the fucking ether. Yeah, dude. Right. Fuck, blasting ether into the ether. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. So, yeah, I got me. And it's like the whole thing with guns, too. It's like, dude, it's like, yeah. 
I don't really want everybody to have guns, but you can't just, you can't just take away guns from like hunters that are like feeding their families with guns. Like, come on, you know, you can't just, you can't do that. But like taking guns away from like criminals and shit. I mean, yeah, it's so it's, it's a weird fucking, there's, it's not a black and white thing. It's just, it's all over. It's gray as fuck. It's all over the place. It's very complicated with a few answers. Yeah, no doubt. Um, oh, you know what else I wanted to bring up was um, advertising space on the show. Um, mm-hmm. Because, hey, I mean, honestly, man, our numbers are really kind of skyrocketing right now. And it's kind of insane because like in the last three or four days, our numbers have, have more than doubled. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm on the streets, like straight up putting, putting the word out, playing sets, t- stickering up the entire fucking town. You know what I mean? Um, and it's nice. I, I saw that screenshot you sent me <laughs> for sure. So I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's nice to, um, it's nice to, to get a little bit of fruit from your labor. You know what I mean? Exactly. Har- harvest that shit out. Yep. Um, and so anyways, I was thinking about advertising cause there's this really awesome vintage clothing shop, um, right next door to the dispensary I go to AMCH, uh, who I'm also trying to get some, do some business with. But anyways, uh, X and I go into this, uh, vintage shop and it's owned by this really quirky, really like beautiful, um, hipster fucking awesome artsy, um, girl, woman, um, brawless anyway so she um so i started talking to her and i'm like yeah like i'm looking for like maybe some cool stuff for the for the show or like maybe something cool i can wear for my live performance you know and she pulls out like this badass red jacket with like it's yeah i can't even begin to describe it because i won't do it justice like two two slits in the side zipper slits on the side and like it's like from the 60s or some shit like red like like piercing red, like the color of the tracks right now that are recording. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. And she, you know, it's like 180 bucks. She's like, you can finance it, whatever. And I'm like, I'm trying to take you out on a date. You know what I mean? So anyways, I fucking, uh, I'm thinking to myself, well, I'd love to have her on the show because like, she seems really cool and she, she's a business owner and like, she'd probably be down to promote um her business and it'd also be awesome to like have her in my dining room table table and like talk to her and like you know make a meal for her or whatever but uh <laughs> no but j- jokes just joking. Sounds like win-win yeah just joking about the last part only halfway but um <laughs> so anyways this girl so i'm talking to her i end up going back to the shop just to say what's up and i'm like hey i'm, I'm playing a set at the lions later on wednesday you should definitely come because it'd be cool to hang out and whatever and she's like, yeah, I would love to. And I'm like, this is awesome. Oh my God. Like uh, a hardworking woman that's a really cute, like she's showing some interest and some reciprocation. Like, oh my God, this is happening. So fucking Wednesday rolls around. Okay. And I'm doing work at the, at, I'm either mixing the album or I'm working on a podcast or doing some shit. And I fall asleep at the kitchen table, dude. <gasps> I fall asleep at the kitchen table. And I wake up at one in the morning at the kitchen table and I missed my set, you know, didn't call her complete, no call, no show, stand up. I stood her up and dude, that's not like me, dude. That's not like me, dude. I'm a hopeless romantic. And like, I asked her out, like I wanted to like 
play music in front of her, woo her, and like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get her on the podcast and like start the process. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, anyways, I fucking I don't even have her number yet. You know, we just, we've just been talking on Instagram. So I, I message her. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, it's not like me. I really wanted to hang out with you, X, Y, and Z. She didn't get back to me, but I see she's still watching my stories. And I'm like, okay, so the next day I get, I go to the store and I buy a white rose. And this white rose is, that's another thing. I see like a bucket of roses and there's red, white, and yellow. And I'm like, okay, red me, red is love. Okay, which is too forward, right? Way too forward for this girl. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm like confused between which one white and which one yellow is. I think white is like purity and yellow is friendship maybe. I don't know if you could like maybe check into that just for the hopeless romantics out there. Yeah. If, if you could see. Um, but anyways, I went with white because I was like, white's cool, it's pure, and it's classy, you know? And I'm giving her a rose and like girls like flowers, whatever. So I spend $5 on this rose and I have $7 in my account. So like, it's just for love, you know, like a reckless, hopeless romantic, you know, and I'm not saying I'm in love with this girl, but I'm just like, you know, I think it's the move because I feel bad and she's not getting back to me. And I I'm kind of interested in this girl too. You know what I mean? And so I give her the rose. I walk into the shop. I give her the rose and she's like a little, she kind of blushes a little bit and I apologize again. I'm like, yeah, I'd really like to hang out sometime. And she's like, basically like, yeah, we'll see. You know, like, we'll fuck, oh, you know, kind of just like, a, yeah, well, you know, like nothing, nothing firm, nothing, anything. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you around. And like, that was it. Cause like, I can't, like balls in her court now. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, what am I going to, you know, I can maybe go over there and like, you know, if I'm like, trying to buy something at her shop i shouldn't go over there just to buy something at her shop to see her but like i don't know i'm a little bit i just i overthink things a little bit uh maybe not overthinking but it's like i'm trying to i'm a planner i like to think about every possible scenario and to try to make sure that my my eventuality scenario plans out how it should and how i want it to you know well, I have a white rose meaning. You're right. It is purity, chastity, and innocence. Chastity. That might be the wrong message. <laughs> okay, purity. So I was right. That's good. Okay. And then yellow is friendship, care, and remembrance. Okay, and I definitely do not want her to remember that I stood her up. So <laughs> yellow it was not the move. and Red was not the move. White was the move. And I think she's the kind of girl that would like appreciate that. I was thoughtful and thought about the right color of the rose. And gave her a rose, period. You know what I mean? Um, What else? Yeah, and she's like, she's pretty far out, man. Like, I'm kind of, I'm definitely, I'm into her. She was like, what did you, I was like, I'm sorry I missed the date. She's like, what, were you deep in thought, exploring, transcendental? Like, she said some real, like, she said, like, some hippie-ass shit. And I was like, whoa, they, like, cut me off guard. I just said yes. <laughs> 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 like I just kind of like moved on, you know, I should have, I should have held, I should have held on to it a little bit and like went into it with her. Um, and, and she's the kind of girl that like paints freckles on her face, you know, just, just, I don't know what it is about freckles, but I think they're sexy as hell. What do you think about a freckly girl? 
freckle, no freckle, as long as they love me, I love them. That's beautiful, man. It's, yeah, I feel that. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, ultimately, sure. You know. Um, I don't mind a freckle or two. Yeah, this girl. So, yeah, I'm a, I, I honestly, and I'm not going to lie to you, I made a list of girls in my, in my spiral. Because <laughs> I've been making lists. I made, an in, I made an inventory of, I've been making a lot of inventories. Okay, and that's kind of, all right, sure, he's a misogynist. Awesome. Question it. I don't care. So, I fucking... I make a list of all these girls, not all these girls, a few girls, you know, just pros and cons, <laughs> pros and cons, you know, cause I'm tired of just like, I'm like in this chaotic quantum pool of, of love ooze right now. You know, I'm in, I don't know. It doesn't really make sense, but I'm trying to fucking find the superposition, man. You know what I mean? And it's probably somewhere between like pile driver and reverse doggy. <laughs> When's the last time you got laid, Kirk? Uh, about two months ago. Yeah. God, dude, it's it'll change you, man. God, it'll change you. Uh, yeah, dude, I took a bath with Alabama last night when we got back, and just had her in, just had her in an embrace, oh. and it was just like we were just like. Uh, we had the like the colored LED lights in the bathroom with some incense, like listening to some. I put a spell on you, you know, listening to like some cool old school like <laughs> music, you know, just kissing on each other a little bit. Like, oh god, I'll never forget. <laughs> I will never forget that night. Last night was special, man, and I'm grateful. So grateful. So, yeah. Alabama's got a hook in my brain. Lana Lynn's coming from New York. Strawberry blonde nurse. Absolute smoke show. Awesome girl. Jules, you know, I mean, I mean, what are you going to do, man? You just take it day by day. Day by day, by day, by day. Day by day, by day. All right. Um, closing words of wisdom. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? Um, I have been fucking with AI a lot. I actually made a, an AI video of a, one of the new Sato songs. That's maybe something we could talk about. I actually, we, we closed in on a name for the group that X and I have been working working on the uh, this group. It's me and him, and uh, Derek's making beats, but we're also making our own beats and doing collaborations with artists around the city. And uh, it's really cool. We've been coming through with some cool shit. We just got a female vocal on one of our tracks we've been working on and it sounds so ghostly. Like this bitch is, she's so ghostly and she's my boo and she's just my ghostly boo. You know what I mean? And it sounds so good. I'm so excited on it. Uh, but it's called Sato and it's it's an acronym for Silver and the One, but it, it means Japanese, it's Japanese uh, uh, sugar. It means sugar. Oh, there you go. In Japanese or street dog, which is fucking cool, man. So, or I don't know, or maybe you could look it up, but I'm pretty sure that's what it means. Looking it up right now. Sato, or it's a surname. It's a very popular surname, um, but I'm just stoked on it. And um, yeah, man. So I'm, yep, you're correct. It's it's sugar. I've been making this fucking, and I got so much sugar, man. I'm sweet as hell. I got, I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it works. It really does work. Um, but I've been fucking with AI lately and I fucking made this AI video with one of our new songs, just a demo. 
And man, the stuff that you can do with AI is so impressive, man. It's like this underwater scene. And it's just this demo program that I got, this demo app. And it expired, unfortunately, so I can't make any more. But I made like <laughs> four uh, four clips. Or it was a one-minute clip, and I broke it down because you can only do 10 seconds at a time. So I did like four AI clips, strung them together, together in iMovie. I made a little 40 second, 45 second AI video and it was fucking awesome. And like, dude, I'm trying to do that shit, man. Like, like, I'm just, I'm trying to get ahead of the curveball because I never have been in, or maybe I have actually, I'm just trying to be ahead of the curveball, man. I just, let's, AI is coming. I mess with AI a little bit, but uh, never found it all that, uh, I don't know, impressive. Yeah. But AI is coming in a big way. Oh, you know what I saw, dude? Uh, Apple. Apple put out a headset. Have you seen this thing? I have not. Bro, you should check, take a look at it real quick. It's, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's a VR, AR headset. Apple Vision Pro? Yeah. And it looks so fucking cool, man. So cool. Like, I, don't, I can't even go into it, but I was watching this unboxing, like, rundown uh, on YouTube, and it's 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 just, it's an absolute game changer, you know? Uh, kind of a weird thought that everybody's going to be walking around with visors on, you know, with artificially intelligent eyeballs that are meant to <laughs> duplicate their eyeballs that are on the screen just so that you are comfortable having a conversation with them, you know? It's weird, like, because there's cameras facing your eyes, cameras facing the outside, then there's microphones, and there's, like, the thing, I think it's, like, four grand. How much is it? Uh, looking it up right now. It, it's see. pricey, and the battery life's only, like... Oh, here we go. I mean, it's it's beta. I, I think I'm pretty sure it's still in beta, but... That's correct. Some of the... It's $3,500. $3,500, okay. I'm, I'm into it. I'm totally on board. Um... <laughs> Yeah, dude, you're going to see me walking down the street. I'm going to have my Vision Pro on. I'm going to have my iWatch, my Air, my AirPods. Uh, I'm going to have my... I don't think they recommend you uh, walking around with uh, the Vision Pro on. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you can, bro. You can, dude. I'm going to be on the interstate with this fucking thing on. Dating videos. No, I'm, I won't. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, this thing's like some revolutionary shit, man. It's pretty cool. Like the stuff that you can do with CAD... Like you can pull up a 3D model in your living room and like disassemble a fucking F1 race car, like just with your hands and shit. And like, it's just, it's, it's, I don't even, and it's cool. Cause you can like pull up, like you're sitting down and then you can link into your MacBook so that you can use the keyboard and the mouse on your MacBook, but then you pull up a virtual screen above it that's locked in virtual space um and it's right there but you can look around but it's locked like a monitor and then there's like two side by side monitors on either side of you uh you know and fully adjustable you know any size you want however many you, uh, you know and it's like bro like imagine like being on an airplane and like you can pull up three full-size monitors and like mix your fucking album or like do whatever and maybe not mix your album but like you know really get some work some real deal work done like edit 
a movie or do some crazy, do like be doing multiple things at once, like on an airplane. Like it's just, it's insane. It's, it's really, it really is fucking insane. The shit that's going on right now. And, uh, some of the, some of the technology coming out is, is crazy, man. Um, that's we are, we are barreling towards a, a blade runner, 1984, um, brave new world, uh, scenario. Yeah, dude. And, Nothing, nothing we can do to stop it. It's kind of scary, dude. Nineteen eighty four is the a scary. The future is now. Yeah, no doubt. Have you ever have you read nineteen eighty four? Oh yeah, I've read uh, Animal Farm, nineteen eighty four, yeah. Brave New World. Yeah, I haven't read Brave New New World. I read Animal Farm. Crazy <laughs> fucking crazy crazy thought of a book that is. Um, All animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. Yeah, if you've got if you stand on two legs versus if you stand on four legs. Right. That yep. whole that whole thing. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I've been real I've been watching Rick and Morty and um have you ever watched that show? I have, yeah. Um dude, some of the ideas, these far out philosophical, like, whoa, that could be our life. Like that could actually be what's going on. Like that's so far out. Like shit, I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah, the whole two-leg, four-leg animal farm thing. So there's, like, this episode where uh, there's, like, uh, all right, so there's a race of people that have, like, pointy nipples, like, really, like, coned out pointy nipples, and there's a race of people that have, like, like concave cone nipples I, I don't know anyway it was just stupid they started arguing and fighting and it was just like such it was just like a homage to like just how stupid it is that people fight because of their you know their differences and whatever skin tone or or whatever the fuck you know and um man i just love that show those guys are geniuses man and great music on that fucking show too Ugh, just insane have you watched the uh i guess there are newer episodes or variations of it yeah, dude. Since, uh, Justin Roiland got kicked off. Uh, well, I know they they came out with season seven um, not too long ago. I just got access to season season seven, but I'm starting it from the beginning. Gotcha. Um, because yeah, it's kind of it's like this huge arc of a thing, and it's so good. Anyway, I was just pumped to watch it again. Anyway, you know. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's cool. But, um, yeah, man, advertising. Dude, I'd love to get some advertising on the show. I'd love to. There's a lot of things I want to do with this show. Um, okay, looking at the list, I think. Oh, laying groundwork for famous women. I talk about this sometimes. <laughs> laying groundwork for famous women, like sending, you know, cordial uh, messages and commenting on a, a post to a famous woman just to kind of let them know that you exist, you know, not necessarily that, Oh, this girl's going to see this post and then want to go on a date with me tomorrow. Like, no, uh, you know, I'm not that delusional, but it's like, you know, kind of break the ice, you know, like, uh, send them a comment, a sweet comment and just, you know, okay. Aaron Silverstein, he's in Colorado. He's got a podcast. He's a sweetheart. Okay. You know, and maybe down the road, you know, run into her in LA or whatever. And bro, this shit happened with Vivica, Vivica A. Fox. Did I tell you about this? <laughs> you did, yeah. yeah. But for the audience, I didn't have a chance to hear it. Um, yeah, bro, Vivica A. Fox. All right, so for so it's this woman. This actress was, was watching my stories in LA. She does like, 
she's on the Lifetime channel. And she's like, she's been, I, I looked at her IMDb and she's like a legitimate actress. She's been in, a, in, in like 15 Lifetime movies or something. And she's, her latest movie is, so I was, I was creeping on her Instagram, obviously. And she's, she's got like a, a family and, and she's got a husband, but he's the kind of guy that's just like sitting on the couch drinking beer while she's like filming and making the paychecks. And he's just like in the pool fucking anyways. So, uh, she's co-starring with, in a movie with Vivica Fox, who is that beautiful black woman from, she was in independence day. She was the, that kid's mom. It was Will Smith's, uh, romantic, whatever the fuck in independence day, the stripper, Super banging in that movie. Anyway, she's older now. She got a little thicker. Um, she's almost sixty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's beautiful. She's still beautiful. And so, I was looking at this actress, this Lifetime actress, and then I saw that she was in the movie with Vivica A. Fox. I would go to Vivica A. Fox's Instagram page, and I'm I'm creeping on her, and I'm looking at her images. And I, I message her on one of her images. I'm like, yo, like, like you look fantastic. Or like, I said something like, I don't know if you're married. I'm going to look on your wiki, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to do some research, whatever, you know, independence day is one of my favorites. You're the bomb, whatever I said, you know? And, um, and she sent me like, she, she sent a heart, like she hearted, she hearted the comment and like, you know, she, she read it and she got tickled by it and you know, she didn't fucking send me her phone number or anything, but like, yeah, man, like Vivica A. Fox knows that I exist. And like, I'm, I'm laying some groundwork for that pussy <laughs> <laughs> jokes. These are jokes. These are jokes. People settle down, <laughs> settle down. No, but, uh, yeah, I think that's cool. And so I'm trying to lay groundwork with a few Miley Cyrus, for example, Billie Eilish, um, you know, um, who else, who else? Um, Skylar Bree, uh, the the eighth ranked porn star on on Pornhub, uh, two and a half million followers, absolutely gorgeous, gets railed by giant black guys, you know, but still, uh, just an absolute div divine beauty. Um, so yeah, it's about laying groundwork, and I think that goes that goes for just about anything in this world. Like lay a little groundwork, be patient, you know what I mean. Um, don't rush. Don't blow your load too fast, you know, and really get those, get the engine warmed up first. You know what I mean? Little foreplay goes a long way, not just in the bedroom. Um, so that's what we're doing here at Fortune Radio. And, um, I just want to say God bless, uh, universe bless, uh, much love to the people. Thank you for listening. Uh, new listeners and old listeners, um, come one, come all. This is Fortune Radio. Kirk, you have any, any words of wisdom for the people before we say goodbye? I mean, Kirk comes prepared. That's what I'm talking about, people. It's the foreplay. Kirk was doing foreplay before we even hit record. He was doing foreplay. He was getting ready. He was fluffing himself before we even hit record on this motherfucker. Because he understands patience. He understands foreplay. I found it. Okay, cool. What's good? We are not what we know, but what we are willing to learn. Wow. We are not. I read that. That blew my mind. I was like, oh, that's perfect. We are not what we know, but what we are willing to learn. So it's not even the shit that you're learning. It's you are, you are. 
What you're open to. What you're open to learning. The possibility. Your capability, your capacity for learning. It's not about what you're learning. It's about your ability to to learn it. Yep. Dude, that's some Yoda shit, man. Captain. <laughs> the captain strikes again. Okay, people. Boom. Fortune Radio. Um, Yeah, Fortune Radio. Bada bing, bada boom.